Hello and welcome. You are now listening to the Space Witch Podcast. As always, I'm your host, Whitney Levesque, back again with another episode for you guys. And as always, I'm so grateful that you guys are here with me this week and every week. I hope you're all having an amazing week so far. I hope your Wednesday is going good or whatever day it is whenever you're listening to this podcast. The moon is currently in Aquarius, so... There's a lot going on. Some of us may be distancing ourselves from our emotions right now, or we may be very logical and rational about our emotions. And some of us may be feeling very humanitarian right now. We may have this like desire to really speak up for what's right and what's not right. Or we may just be very in our heads. We may be doing a lot of thinking and overthinking or overanalyzing. I realized just randomly in the middle of like last week after I released last week's episode that I made a mistake when I said that the moon was in Scorpio and that it would then be transitioning into Libra. I don't know why I thought that, but I just wanted to put it on the record that I know I made a mistake. I should have said Sagittarius. Anyway, this week I figured we would talk a little bit about the Akashic Records. We're going to talk about what it is, how I found it, how I've been using it, and yeah, I just thought it would be a good episode to talk about because, first of all, I've I've heard of the Akashic Records, but I personally have had zero interest in the Akashic Records, like absolutely none. And the way I recently found it was just a total, like, it was a one big synchronicity. And honestly, I, I asked for it. I had a moment last week where I was thinking, so actually, let me backtrack this a bit. So before I tell this story, over the last year, I've been getting a lot of like Reiki and energy work done. And I've been seeing a lot of psychics and intuitives and coaches and things like that. And almost everyone I've met with is like, you need to work on healing your relationship with God. And as some of you may know, I come from a very Christian background. So religion and all that, I have some very like sort of mixed feelings about because it was something that I used to connect with very much so in my life. And then I kind of got to a phase where I started to sort of reject it a little bit because I just, I don't know, I was going through some stuff. And So ever since then, they've been like, you need to like just reconnect with God. And I'm like, okay, like I I want to, I just don't know how because I'm at a point where like I've done my research, I've looked into different religions and belief systems. And for me personally, I just haven't been able to find anything that resonates. And so I'm just like, okay, how do I, how do I connect with God without having to be tied down to like a bunch of strict rules or anything that may be tied up in homophobia, sexism, racism, all that stuff that I'm just not about. And so just out of my own little act of surrender, I guess you would call it, I was journaling sometime last week and I just wrote like a letter to God and was like, hey, like I really want to connect with you, but I don't know how, like, I just, I need to connect with you in a way that doesn't include homophobia, racism, sexism, or any strict set of rules, like, because that's just not what I resonate with. So please just, like, show me, guide me to something that is gonna give me that connection to you, but also just not be tied up in things that I just don't resonate with. And so I wrote this, I wrote this letter in my journal, and then I shut it, I went about my day, forgot about it, well, not really for, like, forgot about it. Like it was still in my mind, but for the most part, it wasn't like at the forefront of my mind. And then literally, I kid you not, 
I was browsing the religion and spirituality section of Amazon, like in their book section, because I was like, it, it just came to my mind again that night, like thinking about like, how do I connect with God and how do I figure out what belief system I should belong to or what do I believe in? And I came across an article or something that said like, you know, try reading ancient texts from different religions and blah, blah, blah. So I was like, okay, I'm going to just look through Amazon and see if anything stands out to me. And so I found the book that I was originally looking for and added that to my cart. But then all of a sudden, I saw this book on the Akashic Records and I was just so drawn to it. Like it was like my intuition or something just like it felt like I just zoomed in and like zeroed in on this one book. And I just remember thinking, like, that is so odd. I was like, I've never had any interest in reading the Akashic Records. It's never been a big thing that's interested in me. So, like, that's just weird. So I added it to my cart, thinking maybe I'll get it just for fun, whatever. And so I keep looking at books, just trying to see if anything stands out to me. I go back to my cart. I click on the Akashic Records book again. And I was honestly just going to, like, try to read some reviews just to see if people in the reviews said it was good or not. Because I'm one of those people, if I'm buying something on Amazon, I like read all the reviews because I like to make sure I'm getting something that I'll like. And I accidentally downloaded a sample of it. So I'm like, okay, I downloaded the sample. I guess I'll just go and check it out and just see what the book's about. So I go and read it on the Kindle on my phone. And I am like immediately hooked into this book because the author's story about how because those the beginning of the book the author talks about how she found the akashic records and it was like just one big synchronicity 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 i don't know how you would say that but it was just like one big synchronicity and as i'm reading the the book like her whole story was just so eerily similar to mine like she wanted to connect with god but she didn't really feel like she belonged to any one religion she used to party a lot and then stop partying and just it was just so weird like as i kept reading i was like so sucked in because like every little detail was like also just very relevant to my life as well so i was like this is weird and then i took it as a sign i was like well this is definitely a sign i should probably be reading this i guess so I ended up just buying the book. I put the other book back that I was thinking about reading. And I just, I don't know. I'm so grateful that I found this book and that I've been able to sort of connect to God or a higher power in a way that I've just never really done it before. And I just think it's amazing. So I figured I would share it with you guys today in case anyone else has kind of been out there feeling similar to me where you're like, feel like I need to connect to God or a higher power, but I just don't really feel like religion is something that resonates with me, then this episode is for you. Or even if you just have interest in the Akashic Records and you just think it's an interesting thing, this episode's still for you. But I just wanted to give you guys a little bit of a backstory on kind of what I've been going through with this. The name of the book that I found, by the way, is called How to Read the Akashic Records, Accessing the Archive of the Soul and Its Journey by Linda Howe. So if you guys want to check it out, I'll try to link it in the show notes. What is the Akashic Records? From my understanding of it, based on what I've read, the Akashic Records, it's almost like just this big library, like metaphysical library, I don't know what else you would call it, where there are just records of everything you could possibly imagine. You can find Akashic Records for yourself. You can find your own records and read about that. And it will literally tell you everything about your life. 
and not even just your life in this life lifetime, but it also talks about your life over multiple lifetimes. Like it's just a whole map of your soul and your soul plan. And it just, it can answer so many different questions for you. And it's so fascinating. So that's one way you can use it. You can also use it for like animals. You can use it for buildings or statues. You can use it for different subjects. You can use it for your business even and just pretty much anything. I found out too that there are a lot of artists. So people who either make music or paint or write poetry a lot of people who do creative things like that use the Akashic Records to help them with that. Like some of them will even create things while having their Akashic rec- Records open. I actually thought about recording this podcast w- with the records opened, but I wasn't really sure if I should open my records or open a record of the Akashic Records. I don't even know if you can do that. I'm sure you can, but there's just so many different things that you can do with them. So you can ask pretty much any question. Linda Howe suggests that you should only ask how, what, or why questions. She says that yes or no questions or any questions relating to like timing, so any when questions, don't really work as well in the Akashic Records because they just yield very little information, if any. But if you ask, what do I need to grow my business? Then you might get like a very long detailed answer or how do I heal my relationship with this person? Those are the types of questions that you would want to ask. So it's just, it's very, very cool just being able to access so much information. Another good thing about the Akashic Records is it's a very gentle, sort of subtle thing. It's not like a big crazy ritual. And Linda Howe talks about this in her book. Before she stumbled upon the Akashic Records, she actually used to be a shaman or I don't know if you'd call her a shaman or she she did shamanic work. And she said that some of the rituals would be very like weird and like kind of crazy. And she says that she likes the Akashic Records because it's just very calm and it's very like, it's not like you open the records and your eyes roll in the back of your head or you start shaking or anything sort of weird like that. It's just very, very gentle. And what I love about it is that when I open the records and sit in that energy, it just feels like pure love. Like it feels very calming. It feels very loving. You feel safe. And I love it because that energy, like even after I close the records, I can kind of feel that energy still carrying with me even after it's over, which is also kind of a sign you want to do some more grounding after you read the records. But that's what I really enjoy about it, though, is that you just feel this overwhelming, not overwhelming, but just a sense of like love and peace and calm. And it's just a very nice feeling. And the way that you access these records, according to Linda Howe, is you use this thing called the pathway prayer process where she gives you this prayer that you can use. She talks in the book about how like I guess only certain people get a a prayer or it's like a downloaded thing. It's kind of confusing but she has a prayer that she gives you to use and basically you just take some time to ground yourself and then once you kind of ground yourself you can then say the opening prayer to open your records. And as you're saying the prayer, that's how it slowly starts to open. And then once you're done, you say like a closing prayer. And then she also writes that once you kind of decide to really learn the Akashic Records, you have a 30-day initiation period. And basically, it's just 30 days where you really try to like give yourself an honest try and try to learn the Akashic Records. So what happens during this period is she gives you some ground rules. She says that you shouldn't do any drugs or alcohol before 24 hours before you do the reading or before you open the records. 
And she also says, and by the way, when she says drugs or alcohol, she means like recreational drugs and alcohol. If you need medication or something like that just for your health, like it's obviously okay to to take those still. But if you're like participating in recreational drugs or alcohol, she suggests that you should not read the records for 24 hours after you take any drugs or alcohol because that alters your state of consciousness and you're already sort of alterating your state of consciousness when you open the records. So you just don't really want to combine the two. And then she also suggests not combining the Akashic records with any other systems until until after the 30-day initiation period is over. And she says that if you do use the Akashic records with other systems, you just want to make sure that you use them with or sorry, you. she says you want to make sure that you use them in a way that respects both systems. So if you're able to use two systems together, like, I don't know, I have a feeling you could probably use the Akashic Records and also use Tarot maybe. I haven't tried it and I am not suggesting one way or another if you should try it, but I feel like that could be something that would work together. But let's say you're doing some shamanic ceremony where you have to take magic mushrooms or some other plant medicine type of thing that could really alter your state of consciousness. You might want to do that separately from doing the Akashic records because they just don't they just don't really mix very well according to Linda Howe. And then she also says that over the next 30 days that you should offer readings to people if they want it. You never want to force a reading on someone or if they hesitate or don't really seem like they want it, don't force them to get a reading. Because here's the other thing. You can only open someone's Akashic records if you have their permission. So if someone doesn't want you to read the records, you have to honor that and not do it. But she says that you should offer free readings over the 30-day period. And with that being said, if you guys follow me on Instagram at Whitney the Space Witch, some of you may already know that I am currently offering free Akashic records readings over the next 30 days. So if that is something that speaks to you or calls to you, feel free to shoot me an email at spacewitchreadings at gmail.com and we can set something up. But anyways, she also recommends doing them for free for the first 30 days just to get your, your practice in and just to try it out. Now, I'm sure some of you may be wondering what what are the Akashic Records actually like and what's it like to receive information from the Akashic Records? It's very, very interesting how this works. So from my experience, and by the way, everyone's going to have a, a little bit of a different experience when it comes to the Akashic Records. Just know that when you do open them, all your psychic senses will be open and will you'll receive information through these senses in different ways. So if you're like clairvoyant, you might see something or see it in your mind's eye. If you're clairaudient, you might hear something. If you are clairsentient, you might feel something. You might even smell something or taste something. Or you might just get what's called a download. So if you're claircognizant, you might just suddenly get information that you just know. And this is another reason why the Akashic Records ended up being very appealing to me is because I've always been very claircognizant and I've always kind of just gotten those random downloads where I just knew something and I didn't know why or how, but I just knew that that was something. And I'm really grateful that I found this because I think using the Akashic Records will really strengthen that connection and getting those downloads. But anyways, everyone's going to experience something different. So when I first opened my Akashic Records, it was very interesting because initially, like, I kind of, like, didn't, like, I don't know, like, I kind of heard a voice in my head. I'm also very clairaudient and very clairvoyant. So for me, it was like, 
I couldn't really tell if like anyone was there. And so I think that was the first question I asked. I was like, hello, is anyone there? And I wrote it down in my notebook. And then I just heard in my head like a yes, we're here. And then it was just super weird because it led me to asking more questions. And I was just like, okay, like you guys are here. And then I got like a very like sort of sassy response that was like, what do you want? And I was like, well, I'm obviously here to get some answers. And it was just like, okay, so what do you want? And I was like, okay. And then there was a little more back and forth and I got into some more personal stuff. And then I kind of didn't feel like I was getting any more information. So I just sat there for a minute and I was like, well, I'm not hearing anything now. So I tried just sitting and closing my eyes to see if I could see anything. So I did. I saw... um it was weird. It was like, it just brings me into this like big echoey library. And in, in my Akashic Records, it was like very dim. And I like walk down this hallway and I go to the left. And then it kind of looks like a like a normal modern day library, but like in like one of those big sort of brick buildings. And I see it like a figure over in the one of the aisles. And it was like, I don't know, it was weird because it's kind of like a cartoon. It was like this, like just this blue swirly figure, which by the way, so the people or not people, but like the guides that help you when you're in the Akashic Records are known as your masters, teachers, and loved ones. So you can get information from like ascended masters. So like Jesus, Buddha, saints even can show up, figures like that. And then you also have teachers that help you. And I, f- I forget exactly the rules, but I know like with some of them, it's like some of them have lived human lives and then crossed over and some of them um, haven't lived any like human lives, like on earth at least. And you can also have loved ones. So sometimes you have loved ones that are on the other side that have agreed to sort of help you with your journey and they can sort of step through and help you with anything that you you may need help with. They're usually anonymous. And I guess according to Linda Howe, they're anonymous because they feel that if we could actually see them and knew who they were, we would sort of get a sort of like dependence on them. And they don't they don't want that. They don't want us to become dependent on them for answers. So they remain anonymous. And in my case, it was like this blue squirrely guy. And he pulls out a book and the book looks like it looks like almost like one of those sort of old timey like encyclopedia books, but mine was like pretty thin and it had like a gold foil, like like the letters were like gold foil, like carved into the side on the spine of it. And it said my name. You also have to use your full legal name when opening the records. I, I'm not entirely certain why that is. It's just according to Linda how that's what works the best is your full legal name. And I was able to open my records and then they told me that when I open, when I'm able to view the book and I, because I just saw it like, like, you know, when someone flips flips open a book and it's just like they do it really fast and the pages just kind of go. I saw that and they told me that when I see this, it means that they're like giving me a download. So I don't actually get the information right then and there. It's something that'll probably drop into my head like later on, like where I'll just know something. And so that was the first thing they told me. And then I had some questions and then the blue guy was sort of like pointing to different pages in the book. And I was like kind of like zooming in and like reading like different words in the book. And then for me, I kind of just go back and forth between like seeing stuff, hearing stuff. And then like I also like sort of do some channeling where I just I'll write things down. So if I have a question, I keep my notebook handy and I will just write down like whatever I'm getting and I'll write down my questions even because that's just another way that I get the information. Another thing I've learned, too, is that when you're doing this, your posture is very important. I 
honestly don't have the best posture and like trying to sit up straight hurts my back. And so when I first tried opening my Akashic Records, I tried to like lay down on my stomach and like write in my journal because I was like sitting on my bed when I did this. And as soon as I did that, my master's teachers and loved ones and guides that were working with me were like, no, you need to sit up because when you sit up, you're actually bringing your it's something to do with like your crown chakra. So your crown chakra is like at the top of your head and that's your connection to God and the universe and like and so they kind of told me that when you sit up straight or at least like just sit up it it strengthens your connection to the Akashic records and to God and all that stuff. So that's one thing I don't really like about it. But other than that, I've I've really gotten some very insightful questions and it's interesting because you're writing stuff down or thinking things and at first you're kind of just like is this really me? Am I just making this up? Like your ego kind of gets in the way. But then by the end of it, you're looking at it and it's just like this information that I got, this is nothing that I ever could have consciously come up with on my own. Like I was getting these like answers that were like some of like I was like kind of rolling my eyes like this is fluffy nonsense. But then, you know, looking back at it, I'm like, well, wait, this actually makes perfect sense. And it's just so cool to be able to sort of receive higher guidance in that way and do it in a way that feels good and safe and comfortable. Yesterday, and it's interesting too because I also learned, this was mentioned in the book, but what I've also been learning is that when you open the Akashic Records, it does sort of strengthen your intuition outside of being in the record. So even when they're closed, like you might still get downloads or intuitive nudges or what have you. And that's been really interesting as well because I'm yesterday, for example, I opened my records because I had more questions that I wanted to ask. And then I closed it. And then I went about my day. I did my daily booty yoga that I've been doing, which if you guys don't know, I'm like obsessed with booty yoga right now. It's spelled B-U-T-I. And it's like, it's such an amazing workout. But anyways, in the middle of booty yoga yesterday, after I had opened my Akashic records, I suddenly just got this like image of like an elephant in my third eye like a just it was like very colorful and had a lot of like if you guys like know what henna art looks like it kind of looks similar to that like it had all this like pretty henna type of artwork and I just was like whoa like who are you and it turns out that I have a yoga spirit guide and of course I asked him like okay like why are you here and all that and apparently they're they're here to help me with yoga because yoga is supposed to help help me learn patience and it's also supposed to help ground me while still keeping me in touch with my spiritual side and I just I thought that was so weird because I don't usually pick up on my guides like that but yeah I found out that I do I have a yoga guide apparently and I just it's so interesting guys like it's it's really interesting just kind of going into these records and like learning about all this stuff I also found out I have an intuitive eating guide who's been helping me because if some of you know I kind of talked a little bit about this on Instagram where I'm kind of really working on intuitive eating and healing my relationship with food and my body and really trying to get away from a lot of that diet culture stuff. So I found out yesterday that I also have a guide for that who's kind of helping me learn to be like more kind and compassionate with myself. And they also showed up during yoga. And I I think now that I'm talking about it, I think those two guides are sort of working together uh, right now to sort of help me out. So Yeah, it's just, it's been so interesting doing this. And if you feel drawn to this, if it calls to you, definitely check out that book. 
I'll link it in the show notes. It's a great book by Linda Howe on how to read the Akashic Records. And if you're looking for that connection or if you're looking for answers, just check it out. And you don't have to be like special to do this. You don't have to be intuitive. You don't have to like, you don't have to have any special traits. If you feel drawn to learning to read the Akashic Records, go check it out. And that's what Linda Howe talks about in the book. Like there's no fancy prerequisites. Chances are that if you're feeling drawn or called to read the Akashic Records, you're already more than allowed to go read them. And also, if you don't feel called to really learn it, I am doing some free readings for the next uh, 30 or so days. It's probably a little bit less now based on when I'm recording this. But if you are interested in getting a free Akashic Records reading with me, you can email me spacewitchreadings at gmail.com and we can set something up. So with all that being said, I love you guys so much. If you enjoyed this episode, please do me a huge, huge, huge favor and leave a review on iTunes. I would appreciate it so much and it really helps out the podcast when you guys do that and it just means the absolute world to me. Other than that, I hope you all have an amazing week. Don't forget you are so much more than your sun sign and I will catch you here next time on the Space Witch Podcast.